Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, dear ones. Good morning, beloved family. It's so good, good, good to be with you. I'm thrilled. Um, Blessed Monday to you. I tell you, we've had all sorts of uh, comments um, on uh, my program that it had been censored by YouTube, which LifeSite reported. LifeSite's being censored also, and they have other ways for you to watch them. Don't miss that. But I am looking. For some reason, I had something up to read to you, and, and that was taken off. Let me see if I can, if I can find it, because it was a wonderful article. And for some reason, I don't have it now. There's a wonderful article on, um, um, oh, maybe uh, James on the other end can send me the URL for LifeSite's article on um, what our mother, capital M, has to say about coronavirus. Um, I've reported, um, I'm not reporting, I'm not a reporter, but I read, and um, and I bless uh, the gentleman that uh, referred us to um, children, f- children of God for Life, and that's the, it's a website devoted to coronavirus, and they give um, wonderful uh, updates. And so I'm sorry, I'm a little hesitant here, hesitating, I guess, but I'm looking for an article that was produced, I think. Just last week, and it was it was just perfect. So I don't see it right now. Um, uh, let me see. You know, one of these days, I thought we've had a we've had to um, uh, run uh, a few encores since I came to Beloit. Uh, that I'm thinking one day we might just take the encores. Uh, take the um, the questions rather. See, I'm distracted because I'm looking for that for you. It's it's just a wonderful, wonderful article, and I don't I don't see it. So you know what I'll do? I'll look it up, and um, hopefully have it for you tomorrow. Um, hold on now, a moment, one moment. Um, okay, hold on now. We're okay. All right. So. Tell me how you are. Tell me how you're doing. I lost the article at the moment, so maybe our lady didn't want us to read it just today, or our Lord didn't want us to read it, but I know you have tons and tons of questions, I, and so I invite you to call in toll-free uh, with anything on your heart, one 877 We hardly ever have time to take all your calls and emails, so let's just take them today during the program, unless I find that article within two minutes. Um, We will see. But um, go ahead and call in, if you wish, with anything on your heart um, um, at one toll-free. Hold on now. 
I'm giving it one more shot here. One more shot. Um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, oh, no. I'm looking at coronavirus through LifeSite. And look at this. Um, 501 deaths, 10,748 other injuries reported following COVID vaccine. And that's from the CDC. That's not uh, any other count. That's the government. Um, So um, let me just see if I can find this. Here it is. Here, I found it. I really want to read this to you. It's wonderful. I wanted to read it last week, but another update came in the way. So I'm going to read this to you today, dear ones. I'm so sorry for the little fumbling around this morning. But I wanted to read it because I had a, I've had emails from people, not many, just a couple really, who think I'm in the wrong business. A nun should not be speaking about politics. A nun should not be speaking about these things. Uh, a nun should pray and leave everything else to the rest of the world. Well, um, not so. Absolutely not so. Um, Mother Angelica did not. Uh, Hildegard did not. Um, Catherine of Siena was not a religious, but she was a third order Dominican uh, who told the Pope to go back to Rome. Um, many, many, many examples of those who spoke um, just simply uh, helping the people when the, especially when clergy would not. And we have many fine clergy. I have a most beautiful bishop here in Beloit. We've had uh, numerous emails, by the way, from folks who want to move to Beloit, retired couples, families, individuals. And so um, I'm just thrilled about that. And I'm putting everybody in touch with a gentleman here who wants to help anyone who wants to come to Beloit to get jobs, uh, to find housing, all of that. And the real estate agent who helped us with this house that we bought um we're not moving in yet. We've got a couple of weeks of pretty good repairs. Or, or any house we move into, we're going to have to do this. We need to make a chapel. We need to divide bedrooms into two or three for our sisters. Um, we need to make it into a priory as best we can until we build one. And we have found the spot that we'd like to build a little priory. It won't be huge. It'll hold maybe 40 women. Um, but we're very thrilled about it. So uh, we do have this little house, and um, in fact, there are single women who wish very much to um, to come to Beloit and live in a form of community who are our oblates. And so um, rather than this little house be a guest house when we build the monastery, I think it's going to be a, a house for oblates for women. And if we can buy another large house... We'll switch, and that'll become our oblate house, and the house we just bought will be a house. So we have all plans, if God wills, if he provides the, um, the whatever is needed for them. So um, we're very, very happy about it. Um, and so we have realtor uh, to refer you to. We have um, a wonderful gentle gentleman uh, named Andrew. Uh, he's been trying to get us as a religious community here for three years, and he won. His prayers won, and blessed be God, I'm so glad. 
Um, okay, so I don't know why I started that, but um, um, uh, I see on the top of LifeSite's site, you can register now because LifeSite is hosting, their words, a groundbreaking conference on vaccines, mandates, and global health. Um, let me see if you can register online, um, and it's free, and you can sign up today. Um, let me see now. Um, uh, why can I see the date of the conference? Hold on, click here to register. I'm going to do that. And those who register, by the way, it's an upcoming event. I hope it didn't pass already. Um, and it covers the... Ah, thank you, James. Here, I just saw it now. If you click on register, you'll see it. Join us on February 19th for the first virtual conference focused entirely on this pressing issue facing every Christian around the world. And as three main items, how aborted fetal cells are used in COVID and other vaccines. Second, the legal implications of COVID lockdowns and vaccine mandates. Third, the truth about masks and social distancing. And so much evil is resulting from this. And suicides are up among young people. It's it's demonic, beloved. It is demonic. And... Um, in, in almost uh, less than 11 days, the conference will be. It's free. You can register online. Just go to lifesitenews forward slash, forward slash unmasking hyphen vaccines. Um, and you will read everything you need. Mark down February 19th. Um, it, it would be um, just tremendous. Um, so let me... Um, and this is for people who are confused, who to trust on COVID-19, unsure if you should receive the latest vaccine, and so forth. Um, I say to you at the moment, receive no vaccine. It's not my opinion, but of course it's my opinion. But um, it's, it's a moral issue because we have uh, had the information where we're not exclusive to anything on Mother Miriam Live. We read it from others, and if you want to go to Children of God... Um, for life, uh, their website, um, they have reported that there is no vaccine, not Pfizer, not Moderna, not Johnson and Johnson, and there's one other that I, the name always slips me. Um, there's no vaccine that is made free of aborted fetal cells, either in the making of the vaccine or in the testing for it. The testing has to be repeated with each batch. So, uh, there is no vaccine uh, whose background is not the murder of babies. And I say we are not to do evil that good may come. We don't save our lives. Some have said to us it's a matter, even bishops, of charity to take that vaccine so that we don't infect others. No, we've killed babies that we may take it and we should be afraid of infecting others. It makes no sense to me. It's an immoral, immoral situation. There is our break, music beloved, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. 
Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails and stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam. How would you like to wake up each morning to inspiring sermons from knowledgeable and faith-filled priests? You can tune in to Sermons for Everyday Living every day at 6 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. You can listen on thestationofthecross.com or anytime on the free iCatholic Radio mobile app. God bless you. As a nonprofit lay organization financially independent from your diocese, our apostolate is listener-supported. The Station of the Cross thanks our supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. Through your generosity, we are able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support, and may God bless you and your family. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Hi, beloved. Welcome back to Mother Miriam Live. And I was just fumbling the first few minutes of the program. I apologize. But I did find the article from LifeSite News that I wanted to read to you. And it's titled, Refusing Vaccines Made from Cells Derived from Aborted Fetuses. Let Us Seek Our Mother's Response. That's our blessed Mother Mary. Um, and it is a reflection on vaccines and the modern-day massacre of the innocents. That's what it is. Um, and so in our Lord's Day, we massacred children under two years old, and in our day, we're massacring children under nine months old. And it's, it's a much more serious massacre because um, millions and millions and millions of babies have been massacred, killed, murdered in their mother's womb. And as much as President Trump um, uh, reduced that and and made laws to stop it, the most pro-life president this country has ever had, um, President Biden now is reversing those laws, uh, re-refunding Planned Parenthood and doing unimaginable evil. Evil, evil that results. He talks about the dignity of life 
and he uh, has, with his pen, um, drawn the fate of millions and millions of babies who now will be freely murdered in their mother's womb. Um, <clears throat> abortion free for any reason, anywhere, anytime. So uh, every time I listen to a speech of this president, uh, what he says, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, what he does is, is just pure evil. He does not do what he says, either that or he's blind to the meaning of his words. Let me read this article. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's, it's actually dated February 3rd from LifeSite News, and it's a reflection on vaccines and their relation to abortion, written by a Karen Durantier, an American living in France, and she begins with a quote from Psalm 139, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. End quote. Abortion, she begins, is the modern day massacre of the innocents. Before asking ourselves whether or not we would be complicit in this crime by accepting vaccines made from cells derived from aborted human fetuses, let us for a moment contemplate a painting that illustrates beautifully the sanctity of human life in the womb. And I'm not able to show you the painting online, but if you go to lifesitenews.com forward slash um, oh, it's too long. Opinion refusing vaccines made from cells derived from aborted fetuses. Let us seek our mother's response. Just go to lifesitenews.com um, and then February 3rd, um, 2021. February 3rd, 2021. And it is, uh, and you will see it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, on the stomach of a pregnant woman blessing the baby and woman. It's extremely beautiful. And so the article continues. Um, um, bef- uh, let's see now. Uh, the woman writes... Uh, a small, it's, it's titled Before I Formed You in the Womb, and it was painted in 2012, very recent. It is a work of art by pro-life artist Ron DeCani, whose intention it was to make a statement that each life is precious to the one who created it, namely God. No life is an accident, and each has a purpose. As someone who was scheduled myself, she says, to be aborted, that has been my own story as well as the promise we have in Scripture. I wanted to clearly show three things. Notice, uh, you know what? Um, I'm not sure if this is from uh, the woman who wrote this article or if it is from... uh, uh, no, Ron DeCaney, um, whose intention it was. This is Ron DeCaney's words. This is the artist said he wanted to make a statement that each life is precious to the one who created it, namely God. No life is an accident. Each has a purpose. purpose. And then he says, as someone who was scheduled myself to be aborted, that has been my own story, as well as the promise we have in Scripture. 
I wanted to clearly show, says this artist, three things. Notice the hand of Christ reaching out to touch both mother and child. Look at the shadow cast by Christ's thumb and see how it completes the cross. Christ died for each of us, those long dead and those yet to be conceived. Finally, note the star at the place where Christ's hand touches the mother, that moment of divine presence touching real life flesh. I believe that if you could pull back the curtain of what our human eyes are limited to see, we would see that powerful hand of God knitting together each child in its mother's womb. That's what Psalm 139 says. We were knit together in our mother's womb. And this was drawn by a man who was scheduled to be aborted and apparently was not. And then... um, The author quotes Leviticus uh, from chapter 20, verses 2 and 3, which says, If any Israelite sacrifices a child to his, a child of his, to the false god of Molech, his life must pay for it. I will not, God is speaking here, I will not let him live among my people any longer. Once he has outraged my sanctuary, dragged my holy name in the dust by sacrificing his child, to Molech. The Israelites shamefully, I hate saying this every time I read it, but the Israelites did sacrifice their children to the false gods because they were influenced, instead of influencing the culture around them, the culture influenced them and they began to worship false gods. Now the author says, let us confront honestly the reality of abortion. About one in five pregnancies worldwide ends in abortion. That's an astounding figure. That's 20% of the human race. There are an estimated 42 million abortions per year worldwide. In 2020 alone, there were over 42.6 million abortions. By way of comparison... An estimated 1.8 million people died from the coronavirus over the past year, making abortion 23.2 times deadlier than the virus. And we are mandated to wear masks in some places, and yet our current president has said, don't worry about it, you can kill any child by any means you wish at any time. Amazing. Since the abortion business began in earnest in the early 1960s, we have probably murdered nearly twice that number. That is to say, two billion unborn babies. Two billion unborn babies murdered in the wombs of their, this is worldwide, murdered in the wombs of their mothers. Just for a moment, let us ponder that figure and try to fathom this fathomless abyss. The 20th century's exceptionally barbaric cruelty, with its two very deadly world wars and even deadlier ideologies, comes nowhere near to approaching the immense magnitude of this worldwide massacre of the most helpless of all human beings, our very own unborn babies. Over the past half century, in countless towns, in countless countries across the globe, we have killed up to two billion 
of our children. How could we not keep this fact firmly in mind as we thoughtfully deliberate as to the morality of vaccines made from cells derived from aborted human fetuses? This genocide of the unborn is unthinkable in its magnitude, but it is equally unconscionable unconscionable in its heinous brutality. Not only is the abortion business horrifying due to the quantity of babies who have been murdered in the womb, but the manner of their murder is barbaric beyond belief. I tell you, if Planned Parenthood said, let us help you, pregnant mother that doesn't want your baby, uh, give us permission to murder your baby by ripping him or her limb from limb, poisoning her or him. Let, give us permission, sign up here to murder your baby so that we could rip that baby with a beating heart limb from limb. Will the baby feel it? Absolutely, yes. It's been proven. She writes, let us picture an unborn baby boy at only nine, well, let us place before our mind's eye a couple of the favored surgical abortion methods which stop the beating heart of unborn babies. Let us picture an unborn baby boy at nine weeks after conception. He can do somersaults. He can frown nine weeks, dear ones, just two months, and swallow to abort this unborn boy, a hollow tube with a knife-edged tip is inserted into his mother's womb and is connected to a vacuum 20 times more powerful than a household vacuum cleaner, which tears him into small pieces that are sucked into a bottle and discarded. If you're two months pregnant, that's what happens. Now let us picture an unborn girl at the end of the third month in her mother's womb. She can and does sometimes cry silently, and she can feel pain. To abort this unborn girl, a pair of forceps is inserted into her mother's womb to grasp, break, and twist off her bones until her body is totally dismembered and removed, her spine most likely being snapped and her skull crushed in the process three months. People say, Mother, this is, this is horrifying. Stop reading it. But that's what every woman who goes to have her child aborted is agreeing to. That's what she's agreeing to. That's what President Biden is promoting. Oh, there's more, dear one. And I'm going to, oh, I can't continue reading. I'm going to continue reading a bit after the break. And we'll take your calls and your emails. Um, Call in toll-free with anything on your heart at um, 1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back.
LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. From 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern, the Station of the Cross brings you Mother Miriam Live. Mother Miriam is a Catholic nun on a mission to bring Jesus and a message of hope to a world that has lost its way. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, and I am thrilled to welcome you to Mother Miriam Live. As always, you're going to be able to call, text, or email whatever your questions are. Through a partnership between the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, you will be able to listen and watch Mother Miriam Live on YouTube and Facebook at the Station of the Cross, including past episodes on podcasts. God bless you. Listen on your local Station of the Cross affiliate and our free iCatholic Radio mobile app, or watch the Mother Miriam Live video stream on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Station of the Cross. That's Mother Miriam Live each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, dear ones, to Mother Miriam Live. I began reading an article from LifeSite News February 3rd. Um, I would urge you all to look it up and make copies and and give it out. LifeSite News would be pleased for you to make copies of this article um, on the number of babies that are aborted. Uh, it's, it's an absolute genocide, um, worse than any genocide anywhere in the world, uh, including the innocence of our Lord's Day that's ever been committed. Um, and I think I'm going to continue this article tomorrow so I don't rob us of our half hour now of taking your calls and um, your emails and your texts. So we'll go to your calls, emails, and your texts, beloved. Feel free to call in with anything at all on your heart, whatever the subject is, toll free. Um, one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three, or email at mother at the station of the cross dot com. Um, we have an email from Laura, and um, let me just see. Laura writes, <clears throat> "Dear Mother Miriam, I love your show. I currently live in Chile, but I lo- try to listen when I can. I love it when we get 
emails from other countries, other continents. It's just so wonderful. We are one family in God. I'm so um, thrilled for that. She says, I live in Chile, but I try to listen to it when I can. I remember an episode on homeschooling that you did a couple of months ago. And at that time, we were unsure of what we were going to do because there are not a lot of homeschoolers and the government is putting more and more complications on those who choose to do it. For example, the cousin... um, I'm sorry, I lost that space. Hold on, please. Hold on. The current president, Piñera, who is a traitor, has um, now stated that in an effort to ensure that homeschool kids are getting a proper education, they all have to take the government's annual test, which is, of course, full of leftist ideology. If not, the children are out of the system and probably will not be able to enter the universities easily. No one knows how it will be for those who refuse to take the test now or what will happen when they try to enter university. In any case, we have decided to homeschool. Bravo, 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 bravo. We have decided to homeschool and would like information on homeschool systems that you offered in your past episode. I am from the U.S. and my husband is Venezuelan. Our five kids have dual citizenship. They are from four years old to 14. Any information you could give me would be greatly appreciated. God bless you and all the best, Laura. Laura, dear one, while I am trying to answer you, I am looking up our own website, uh, www.motherofisraelshope.com. If you go there and click on newsletters, um, you will find... Uh, Our last newsletter is from Christmas uh, this past December. Um, uh, The newsletter before that, very clearly, just go to www.motherofisraelshope.org and click on newsletter and scroll down to the second newsletter. It is the summer of 2020 and it is all on homeschooling. And in that newsletter... Um, we give you recommendations of the top Catholic homeschooling groups that we recommend, um, and we also give you resources. I'm, I'm looking at the newsletter now, and we also give you resources for um, how to get started in homeschooling and who are, so it here, top resources from and for homeschool moms. Um, I'm going to read them here, but uh, just go to our website, again, motherofisraelshope.org, and click on newsletters. If you don't get the newsletter, right up on top there, you can sign up for it uh, by email and or snail mail, and we call snail mail the regular post office, or both. Uh, You can do both. If you sign up for the uh, regular post office only or as well, you'll get everything we include in our newsletters, which for Christmas was a magnificent book on the Jewish roots of Mary by Brant Petrie and a, um, a, C- a, VD- a DVD or no, a CD on um, uh, for Christmas and just beautiful by um, 
um, oh, I can't, how could, Michael Portier, a uh, fabulous soul. Um, so I'm going to read this to you right from our own newsletter, Top Resources from and for Homeschooling Moms. Um, and the, we, we did this, we surveyed 22 moms in our um, uh, uh, extraordinary form Latin parish when we were in Tulsa. Uh, wonderful woman, Beth Neubauer, um, composed uh, questions. I think there were 22. I don't remember how many questions there were. No, 22 women, lots of questions, uh, and sent them out to 22 homeschooling moms, those with one child, those with 10 children of all different ages. And the number one resource came out, Our Lady of Victory Homeschool. Um, And in the uh, newsletter, I have all their URLs, their web addresses as well. Our Lady of Victory Homeschool. The second was Crusaders for Christ. The third was Seton Home Study. The fourth, Mother of Divine Grace. The fifth, Colby, K-O-L-B-E for Maximilian Colby Academy. Um, the sixth, Catholic Heritage, and the seventh, Angelicum Academy. So um, uh, those were the order in which they were. They came in as surveyed. So um, uh, again, you can get that. And then to the right is recommended books and material resources. Uh, the number one one on that is Lepanto Press. It's the publication of. Our Lady of Victory, uh, so it's just one resource there for you. Our Lady of Victory Homeschool and Our Lady of Victory um, uh, website for recommended books and materials. Um, the second is um, Augustine Academy Press, and I have ordered everything that they have ever printed for us and for families. It's just wonderful. Then Crusaders for Christ, then Angelus Press, and finally Mother of Our Savior and Refuge of Sinners. So, um, and Mother of Our Savior and Refuge of Sinners has uh, merged with um, Joyful Catholic and... um, well, Mother of Our Savior and Refuge for Sinners have merged, and together with Joyful Catholic, they are one uh, resource, and traditionalcatholicpublishing.com is their uh, resource website. So, wonderful, wonderful. And right below that, we have 10 benefits of homeschooling. Um, I think one day I should just read this newsletter to you, because... We did a lot of research for this newsletter, wonderful articles, and um, on the cover is St. Therese, and her, um, for these are for mothers, and and the title of the book is A Little Way of Homeschooling by Susie Andre, which is A-N-D-R-E-S, And a quote here from St. Therese from Story of a Soul for Mothers who are nervous about homeschooling their own children, thinking they'll ruin them or they don't have enough time or whatever the reason is. Uh, The quote from St. Therese is, Jesus does not demand great actions from us, but simple surrender and gratitude. And that's what we need to save our children. So um, I would say, Laura, dear... um, Go ahead and homeschool your children. 
I wouldn't even give them the test for university. I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, they don't get into heaven by passing a test. And if they get into university, they're going to be learning everything you've saved them from all these years. It's going to be leftist. Why even go? Um, if it's a private Catholic university, I don't think they'll have an issue with it. So um, uh, I don't know. But um, it's better that they don't um, go to university than they worry about being accepted into such leftist communist communistic systems just go to thomas aquinas um uh in california um whatever um good catholic solid schools uh, based on where the children are headed, the great good books program of Thomas Aquinas is is truly wonderful. It teaches them how to read and how to think, which most children don't learn today. So um, uh, whatever their bent is toward a profession or whatever it is, um, go to that Catholic university um, and... Uh, get the list of the books that they teach and get them for your children and let them read them. And you teach them university. You help them learn even on their own. They don't need you by that point. If they get into university, uh, they can have a pastor as a mentor or, or someone who's graduated as a mentor. Um, they don't need a diploma. They need Catholic education and holiness. They need to see the world through Catholic eyes. And if they attend a communist university, they will not be doing that. So God bless you, Laura, for your courage, for your determination to keep your children Catholic and to help them affect the world for Christ. Uh, we have an email from Lynn who says, Hi, Mother, my husband and I are approaching our one year of marriage in the Catholic Church. We were married civilly for seven years. Well, blessed be God that you're married now in the Catholic Church and says we are having a hard time conceiving. I've had two miscarriages and I feel like I've failed my husband and my obligation as a wife in my marriage to bear children. No, you have not failed. Life is a gift from God. You, have, you don't have the power to um, create life. You haven't failed at all. That's God's business. What about Hannah in the Old Testament? She didn't have children and she sobbed in her old age. What about Elizabeth in their old age? And miraculously in their old age, God then gave them each a child who he had a special calling for. God may do that with you as well. She says, I'm currently going through some health issues and the main doctor visits are taking their toll. I need some encouragement. Well, my dear Lynn, um, I uh, I tell you what, if if you would leave the call screener at a sta the station of the cross, if you would leave the call screener your phone number. I will call you with um, the name of a couple who can help you. 
I don't want to give their name out. They have uh, two children of their own. Uh, they've also experienced many miscarriages. But um, they can help you greatly, uh, even to have a child. So, um, and there are other, there's other helps for you. Um, I need to look them up, but you can also look uh, uh, up resources for uh, difficulty in getting pregnant, Catholic resources. That's what you need to do. There is encouragement. Uh, nothing of your, any disability or illness or anything else um, will stop God from giving you a child if that's his will. I would grow in holiness, in love, find out a very healthy way to take care of your body. Let me have your number and I'll give you a couple of personal resources. Um, and pray with your husband a novena, 54-day novena to Our Lady. Um, and to the Saint Gianna Mola. We'll see you tomorrow. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day, and we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. The Station of the Cross invites you to join us each day for the Liturgy of the Hours at 5 a.m., 3 p.m., and 9.30 p.m. Eastern. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. The Liturgy of the Hours is a meditative and efficacious way to foster habitual prayer. Also known as the Divine Office or Breviary, the Liturgy of the Hours is the daily prayer of the Church and is made up of readings from sacred scripture, writings from saints and theologians, and small reflections. We hope you will join us for this daily prayer of the Church each day at 5 a.m., 3 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Station of the Cross. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved. I 
told you that we'd see you tomorrow before the break because I thought it was the end of the program. Forgive me when I get mixed up like that. It happens a lot. Um, but we were just on the, uh, not on the line with, but answering Lynn's email um, that uh, she and her husband are approaching one-year marriage in the Catholic Church. They were married civilly for seven years, and we are having a hard time conceiving. She said, I've had two miscarriages, and I feel like I failed my husband and my obligation as a wife in my marriage to have children. You have not, Lynn. You have not failed your husband. You are not God. Um, he knows you're not God. You are not the author and the creator of life. God is. And I uh, encouraged you, I hope, to leave your phone number uh, for me with the call screener at the Station of the Cross, and I have somebody to refer you to that may be of help. But... Um, and I, just be as healthy as you can. I suggest you pray a novena, maybe the 54-day novena. You can look that up online. It's a, a daily rosary novena for 54 days. And... Um, and, and for, for this purpose, that you might uh, conceive a child. Um, um, she said, I'm currently going through some health issues. That may be a big factor. And the, the many doctor visits are taking their toll. I need some encouragement. And the, the people I'm referring to, the husband is a, um, a, a pediatrician. Um, but I wanted to add one more thing that the sisters and I watched just last night, it was um, uh, happened to be in the house that we are our temporary quarters, um, and it's it was gotten I think for to teach to show the youth it's it's a magnificent film on Saint Gianna Beretta Mola, a modern day hero of divine love. Um, she died with her first, fourth child. And she knew that the doctor had to take her life for the baby's life in order for her to live. And she said, no, you save that baby, uh, not me. She made that choice. It is the most beautiful film, a beautiful film of her meeting her husband, of her marriage, of her life, of her, their commitment to honor God. We found it tremendous, beautifully done and um, very, very moving. Uh, and this doesn't just happen, um, mom and dad, um, out of the blue. This is a child who at the age of 15 decided to do nothing to offend God morally and said, I never committed. She would never wanted to commit a mortal sin and did not. And she put away movies that would be tempted temptations for her, put away anything, everything. At the age of 15, her personal decision that she could grow in holiness. And she met also a man who seems to me a saint of a husband. And it's a very beautiful film. I think it's only an hour. I forget. You can look it up on www. <clears throat> One word, saint, S-T, Saint Gianna physicians.org St. Gianna um, physicians.org um, I absolutely it's an hour and I absolutely recommend it it's just absolutely 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 wonderful um, okay um We have an email from Michelle. Um, 
who says, Dearest Mother, how can we begin to prepare for Lent? What books, prayers, etc. would you recommend? I want to make this the most holy Lent ever as I need it. We all do, Michelle. God bless you. We need you so much. I pray for you each night. What a wonderful gift, Michelle. What a wonderful gift. You know, when we, um, if we spend the right time in Lent, we enter into our Lord's 40-day journey in the wilderness. And he fasted. We fast, maybe Ash Wednesday and Friday on one meal a day and maybe two other snacks. It's, it's really hardly fasting. I remember when I grew up on the day of uh, fasting, Yom Kippur, we hardly even had a glass of water, only if absolutely needed. And if we needed water, we refused to take it because we wanted to honor God. There was no food for 24 hours. Uh, so uh, us Catholics are wimps. So aside from fasting, um, I would say uh, to give up um, not what you can control, but what controls you. If it's food, if it's any form of passion, anything that comes from the flesh, give that up totally, 100%. If um, cheese is your weakness, if chocolate is your weakness, whatever it is, give it up. I wouldn't even say limit it. You can limit it, but the idea is to give it up. If you limit it, you're going to suffer. Give it up completely, just turn from it. As far as books go... It depends upon where you are in life. Um, um, what books, prayers, etc. Which would recommend? There are so many books and prayers for Lent, but I, it's just a book that came to mind, and it's forty days, and you can read it. It's the Life of Christ by Bishop Fulton Sheen. It took him 10 years to write that book, and I recommend it to anyone. The Life of Christ by Bishop Fulton Sheen. And you will go through the life of Christ in a simple, uh, non-scholarly, although he had to be extremely scholarly to write that book, to write it for us, to make it readable for us. It's deeply scholarly, but written in very readable terms. Um, the life of Christ, I would do that. The next thing I would do is read the Bible cover to cover and begin at least the New Testament from John to Revelation. Every word, read it right through. Don't um, pick passages out. Read the Bible, read the life of Christ by Bishop Fulton Sheen. There are many, many other books to read. Um, You can read the Catechism if you haven't read it, but I would put... Uh, for Lent, the scriptures and the life of Christ before the catechism. Um, So, uh, other than that, uh, go to um, joyfulcatholic.com website, which is Mother of Our Savior and um, a refuge for sinners, Joyful Catholic, they've merged into one website. Type Lent in the title and um, see the books they have, and choose any one of them. All right. Um, We had a caller who um, uh, just now didn't want to be on the air, 
um, from Texas who said, who asks, um, when two lesbian Catholic women marry and they purchase a donor's sperm, which results in impregnation, is that child willed by God? Uh, there's no child that's not willed by God. It's impossible for a child. It's only God who creates a child. That we could say, why would he create a child out of a sinful situation? I can't give you the answer to that because I don't understand it myself. But every single child is willed by God and created by God. There's no such thing as two lesbian Catholic women marrying. They can live together in fornication. They could have a piece of paper, but it's not marriage. It's impossible. God created marriage, and it's between a man and a woman. There's no such thing as a lesbian marriage or a homosexual marriage, no matter what anybody thinks. There are two women living in sin, and if they purchase a donor's sperm, which results in impregnation, that child is willed by God and has the privileges that you and I have. Uh, a child of God with the dignity that every human being has. It's not the child's fault. That child is created by God. Now it's the end of the program, and now we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.